Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday Eve. Weather came, it went, it got dark, it rained hard, the wind blew a lot. That was what happened at my house. You okay? Everything all right? Oh, yeah. It, uh, didn't even really get as windy as expected in my neighborhood, but seems like the surrounding area had some pretty high winds. A little north of us, uh, Holmes County, yes, bit, city yeah. and stuff. Uh, some power outages, I believe, still dealing with. Just a few. I haven't checked the updated number, but I was watching the uh, the little animated gif that someone made of this whole front as it moved across the southeast and it was animated hour by hour the outages by state oh okay and you could basically watch where the front was based on which state was seeing the most outages and then it's really impressive how quickly after the storms pass those outages start ticking off yeah well mostly the result of just high winds right i think down oh, yeah. trees on the power lines and and sometimes you've got uh wires, cables that aren't quite attached taut enough, and uh, the high winds kind of expose that. They go down. But I, overall, I just got a bunch of tree debris and stuff, and it blew a lot of the uh, uh, the little seed pods out of the trees that are just all over the place and little twigs and limbs. Yeah, the most recent number, there are 19,260 hmm. state outages. Okay. But that could be a delayed update on the number as far as the total, because I'm looking at the map breakdown county by county. Yeah. And the worst county by percentage right now is Yazoo County. They've got a little over 1,300 people tracked on that one, and Hmm. about 500 are still out. Uh, Besides them, it looks like Humphreys got about 500 people still out. Atala County's got about 1,000 still out out of about 7,500. They track in Atala. Uh, Bolivar, about 1,500 still out out of 13,000 tracked in that county. Coahoma is about 600 still out. Panola is about 3,000 still out mm. out of about 18,000 they track in that county. So wow. maybe not a complete comprehensive list of all the outages, but uh looks like Yazoo right now still has the highest percentage of outages as far as county. Uh, that would seem to align with uh, kind of the track of the weather. If you were watching the radar yesterday, it seemed to have crossed the, the river and then 
intensified as it moved again from the southwest to the northeast, and that track just put it right over Yazoo, Holmes County, uh, and and then up to Atala, going in that direction. So, but uh, I think for the most part we were, but we didn't have any outbreaks, right? And I saw lots of tornado warnings, but didn't really hear about any actually touching the ground. Did you? Uh, there were at least two reports of tornado touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Apparently there was one that impacted uh, a news station in the Jackson metro area, oh. and there was another that touched down, I want to say, in central Mississippi around Kosciuszko, but I could be wrong. Okay. I don't know that it stayed on the ground very long. Gotcha. Well, uh, we were certainly prepared. We knew it was coming, but there was a time I, right before we went off the air when it was Still a couple of hours out, certainly from central Mississippi. It had already started moving into kind of the Delta area. But predictions of 65, 70-mile-an-hour winds, I'm not sure that happened. May have had a gust here and there that got up in that range, but not, not like a sustained straight-line 70-mile-an-hour winds. But certainly the conditions look favorable for that. So God bless us. We uh, seem to have come through with uh, – Minimal impact. Certainly, it's not uh, minimizing or downplaying the situation when you don't have any power. That's right. A, that's a problem. But that silver is, lining uh, on that dark cloud is it is the last day of March. Yes. It's still springtime. The weather is nice. It yes. might have been a little crisp this morning without power if you needed a space heater. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at least it's not the dog days of summer. That's power. absolutely right. <laughs> that's that would be, uh, or you know, when the hurricanes come through in that uh, late July, August time frame when it's so sultry, that ain't no fun. Who could forget Katrina? If you were around for that. On the uh, ceasefire text line, Jimmy from Enid says, "What are y'all showing for Tallahatchie County?" I guess he's ta- talking about the outages. Yeah, Tallahatchie's got nine hundred and forty-eight out out of seven thousand. Wow. Hmm. Chris from Oxford on the ceasefire text line said uh, stopped at stopped at one of my gas stations in Coles Point between Batesville and Oxford, and they said they got hit by a tornado. Electricity has been out since yesterday. She said there were no injuries, though. Well, wow. So there, I mean, we're that was the danger of this this line of storms because there was so much energy coming from just the wind speed alone, and then yeah. you had shear and all that kind of fun stuff, but. The the big danger was the spin-ups that you you really couldn't predict or project all that accurately with any real lead time. So there may have been a couple spin-ups that either they didn't get to it from the National Weather Service perspective of it it spun up and before it even registered. Right. I've I've heard of that. I think it's rare, but yeah. with with a rare situation like we had in Central Mississippi yesterday for the first time in over a decade with a high wind warning event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. I know you sent me a message on that, but uh, share that again. This first time in how long that we've had a high wind warning event? Yeah, the uh, the the Magnolia State is covered by four different National Weather Service offices, and the majority of the Magnolia State's covered by the National Weather Service office in Jackson. Well, the last time the National Weather Service office in Jackson had to issue a high wind warning like we had yesterday. Yeah. Was almost 11 years ago, over 10 years ago. Wow. Well, nearly uh, 4,000 days. 
I know when we left the studio yesterday, the wind was blowing quite briskly as we made our way th- uh, through the parking lot, and it intensified, but it, I don't think it didn't feel like it got as bad, certainly in this area, as was predicted. But anyhow, appreciate the uh, all that information there, Rhino. Scott Fox, music director and on-air personality of WCBR, CPR, pardon me, on the Gulf Coast, will be on the program at 1020. Douglas Carswell, president and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, joins us at 12.05. So we look forward to those visits and interviews. The Biden administration has a plan to ease the pain at the pump. They say they're going to release 180 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That would be over six months at the rate of one million per day. For perspective, the United States consumes just over 19 million barrels a day. So this is little north of 5% of daily consumption. The interesting timing of this <laughs> is that uh, it's, it's scheduled to start rather immediately, and it ends just in time for the midterms. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but might there be a connection here? And I'm not even convinced this is really going to move the needle very much with respect to... I mean, just look at the numbers. Okay, if you're, you're adding 5% to the supply. Right. Does that mean you're going to get a 5% decrease in the price? It's certainly a good uh, if, way as any to you, look at if it. If you do, I mean, I, I think there's a little bit more complicated math involved in that than, than just simply switching it around. But yeah. if you do, and you're paying... Four dollars a gallon. What's five percent of four dollars? Twenty cents. So you're going to be paying three eighty a gallon, which is about what it is now. I, you know, I don't know that this just seems like a, a bit of a token gesture. Uh, also, keep this in mind: we will, in doing so, deplete half of our strategic reserves. Is that smart? Kind of think about that as well. Not if you don't have a long-term plan for refilling. Right. Exactly. Well, at this point, it doesn't appear. Even Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, who could forget the interview with her a few months ago? We played it here on the program when asked about the price of gas rising and what she if she had a plan to address that. Remember, she just broke out in laughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, do, what I to have a plan or something like that. Well, yesterday she kind of doubled down and said, hey, the best way to ease the price of, uh, ease the pain of the price of gas at the pump is get you an electric vehicle, baby. <laughs> They're myopic one-track mind on that deal, aren't they? Just have they looked r- at how much it costs to supercharge a Tesla in California? No. They don't have an answer, and they're just so, they're climate woke. That's what I'm going to start calling them. Time for a break here on Middays. We're in the Element Well studio. Scott Fox, music director and on-air personality, WCPR from the Gulf Coast, joins us next. Got to talk to you about a hack, too, later on.
on the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 43. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 71. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 47. And a slight chance of rain for Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 77. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker Jewelry's annual wedding ring festival. It's eight big days, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Come shop the state's largest selection of diamond engagement rings and all ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and the groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker Jewelry's Wedding Ring Festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings and free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for a qualified buyer. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual Wedding Ring Festival. So bring your honey and your money. It's two big weekends, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Now is the time to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Beyond the boundaries of your city's lights. And the heroes waiting for your cries So many times you did not bring this on yourself I see what you did there, Rhino Three doors down, bumping us into this segment Midday, Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studio. Scott Fox, music director and on-air personality, WCPR on the Mississippi Gulf Coast Our guest now, morning Scott, thanks for coming on 
Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me again. You bet. So tell us what's coming up this weekend with the big festival down there. Got uh, 11 bands lined up to play, man. And look, we've been watching the weather. It looks like it's going to be okay. Just a uh, hit or miss shower in the morning time. And uh, our gates open at 1.30 in the afternoon. So I think we're good, man, for the rest of the day. 11 bands, 31 bucks plus a Ticketmaster fees. Man, that's a great value. Wow. And it's going to be at the Mississippi Gulf Coast, right? Uh, Coliseum. At the Coliseum on the uh, on the front lawn of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. I mean, right across from the beach, just like the good old days when we started this fest. Yeah. What twenty five years ago, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. That's also a very beautiful view from that vantage point, looking out over the the beach, the Gulf uh, ninety right there. It's really really a neat spot. Uh, what kind of crowd are you expecting? Man, we're expecting a pretty good crowd, and we always have a great walk up. So. You know, if you don't have your uh, tickets yet, you can always get them at the gate. Uh, it won't cost you any more, so don't worry about that. Just get on over here and join us. Get them at Ticketmaster.com, right? You can get them at Ticketmaster.com. Now, sometimes there's some confusion on that uh, Ticketmaster website, so if you go that route, I would say uh, go to the Ticketmaster website and search the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. If you do that, the event will pop up, and uh, you should be able to get your tickets right there with no problem. Gotcha. All right, who's going to be playing? You said 11 groups, right? We've got 11 bands. We've got, uh, what, six national bands playing the main stage. Uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns out of Texas. We've got a band called Dead Poet Society, uh, Nonpoint, Bad Flower, Seether, and, of course, Three Doors Down, which you just played a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, then we have a homegrown stage for the regional acts, and uh, we've got five bands, five bands playing that stage too. Okay. And what did you say the cost was again? Thirty-one bucks. Thirty-one bucks plus a ticket master fee, so it's about thirty-five, thirty-six bucks a ticket. Yeah. That's for eleven bands, though, so that's wow. a great deal. Yeah, it cer- it certainly is. Um, how, Scott, how do they, how do they configure the the front uh, lawn there area at the Coliseum to set up for all these big bands? Is there like a single stage or several sets of stages? What what would it look like? We're going to have two stages, and so uh, we'll have the main stage. I believe will be facing east, so it'll be on the uh, the west side of the front lawn, and okay. then we'll have the homegrown stage which will be on the basically the north side of the front lawn okay. of the coliseum and big oak trees it's going to be nice yeah okay and so can folks uh bring their outdoor chairs and so forth and set up so we have an area of preferred seating right in front of the stage if you have one of those tickets you can't bring a chair in there because we already have a chair yeah. for you but okay. if you have just the general admission tickets yeah you can bring this fold-up chairs no ice chests, though, but you can bring those chairs, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. What else you want to tell us about it? Man, I just want to tell everybody to get on down, man. Get your tickets. It looks like the weather's going to be nice, and uh, you know, we really need to support these local shows. Uh, the radio station, come on out. We've done this for many years. You know it's going to be a good time, and uh, it, it's a lot of, uh, I mean, really great music. These bands combined have sold probably, you know, 35 million CDs. Uh, wow. So these are a very good mainstream rock bands, and uh, it's going to be a good show for all ages, really. And a lot of other stuff to do while you're there on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Oh, there's always tons of stuff to do down here. We've got, uh, you know, beautiful uh, golf courses in the area. We've got the beach. you got the casinos. So there's always something to do, yeah. 
Yeah. The uh, I tell you, folks I talk to that have visited lately say that all the hotels, all the casino properties, they're all jammed full. I mean, it's it's like back to pre-pandemic levels, if not greater. It's getting that way because we have some great restaurants and uh, in, in the casinos and outside of the casinos. So people are coming here and enjoying the casinos. And we've got an aquarium that opened up down here uh, about a, a year yeah, or two ago, right. and it's really nice and yeah, Jones Park. It's it's a nice area to come visit for a few days. Well, you're you're certainly expecting uh, people from all over the region for an event like this. It's not just Mississippians. Oh no, we get them from Texas, uh, of course, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, uh, Georgia. They'll come from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, once again, where can folks go to get tickets? You can go to Ticketmaster.com. If you go to Ticketmaster.com, do a uh, search for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, and then CPR Fest will show up in the events there. Click the link, and it'll bring you right to the uh, purchase. Or you can just wait, get your tickets at the gate. Or if you're down in this area where we are, you can go to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum or any Ticketmaster outlet and pick up your tickets. Great value, 31 bucks, 11 bands, Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum, the uh, upcoming WCPR Music Festival. Scott, appreciate you calling in and telling us all about it. Sounds like it's going to be a great event. Uh, my pleasure, Gerard. Thanks for having me, man. You got it. Well, that sounds like... Uh, I mean, the, big, the big thing is, Rhino, is it looks like we're going to hit the weather just perfectly. And I, I think back last year, Cruising the Coast event, what perfect weather we had for that. And it's, it's just a sight to behold, uh, to see all the visitors uh, to come into our state. And, and this is going to obviously attract lots of folks from around the coast area, but you're going to oh, yeah. get a lot of people from out of state as well. And it's good to showcase the best of, Miss, best of Mississippi there, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, especially when you got the Chamber of Commerce weather moving in. And uh, that venue up on the hill a little bit, uh, at the Coliseum looking out. It really is pretty cool. It's uh, it's just a little bit on the breathtaking side. When um, I got married, of course, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Really? My wife from Biloxi. And we got married uh, downtown Biloxi, Nativity PVM, old cathedral. And uh, we had our reception, actually, in uh, one of the uh, uh, kind of meeting room areas of the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum. So and it was fairly new at the time, as I recall. So, anyhow, that ought to be a lot of fun, and appreciate Scott for dialing in and giving us uh, all the details and the update on that. Eleven bands. That's got to be one heck of an ordeal to coordinate and orchestrate that. One is hard, as you well know, uh, to put a production on for that. But oh, eleven, yeah. that is a big dang deal. So takes a lot of time and energy, and they get it started well in advance, and... Uh yeah, I'm excited to hear about how it goes. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Heck, I might even make my way down there. I there don't have go. any real big plans for the weekend. There you go. All right, so uh teased before we went to break there that I wanted to share some news about a major hack. Hackers, I mean, they're, they're wily. They're smart is what they are. Hack the planet! <laughs> Apple and Facebook got hacked. Now... What's interesting about this is the hack was performed by some teenagers, posed as law enforcement, were able to seize and control... A little social engineering. Yeah, law enforcement addresses, 
and and credentials attached there too. And evidently, there's some sort of provisions that compel companies such as Apple and Facebook that have data, contact information data, to hand that over if there is an emergency request from law enforcement. It, it's, I'm pretty sure that the bar is pretty high, like life or death sort of situation for that, but could be a criminal investigation type situation. And sometimes Search. the company's lawyers still go, nah. Exactly right. Um, so if, if it rises to the level of imminent danger, apparently those emergency requests can skirt that requirement to get a subpoena, for example, or a search warrant signed by a judge. And what this does is kind of opens the door for fake fabricated requests. And that's exactly what happened. And so they sent requests, uh, did the teenagers, to lots of the major technology companies under that pretense of emergency, and it appeared to be legitimate from law enforcement. And they hand it over, is what they did. It was hacked email domains, which is really difficult to achieve, to accomplish. And they sent this to, and it was from several counties, too. Sent this to a number of the tech platforms, Apple, Meta, Facebook, Snap, and Discord. And so they handed over the data. Now they got this information. It's just incredible. Uh, it's a cat and mouse game, never-ending, perpetual cat and mouse game between the hackers and those um, trying to protect their systems. And you're talking about two companies, arguably the best technical people on the planet. And they fell for it. It's just incredible. But wanted to pass that on. Probably see, probably start hearing more about this. Protection's only as good as its weakest point. That's exactly right. We're going to take a break right here on Middays. Don't forget Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. We're going to talk about the income tax legislation. That's at 12.05. Middays will return. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day and for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. 
We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Police are looking for a murder suspect they believe is in the Jackson area. William Powell is wanted in connection with a March 19th homicide in Orleans Parish. New Orleans police obtained an arrest warrant on a charge of second-degree murder. Lawmakers continue to debate the details of an outdoor stewardship trust fund, a program that could attract tens of millions in federal matching dollars for conservation. Alex Littlejohn is the director of the Mississippi Nature Conservancy. Growing up, we didn't have turkeys in North Mississippi. And thanks to the conservation efforts and the efforts of folks down at the wildlife fishery and parks, those, they're, I mean, I hate to say that we're eat up with turkeys in North Mississippi, but the population is not as it was when I was growing up. It is There's a tremendous amount of opportunities up in North Mississippi now and across the state due to efforts like that for turkeys and for many other species. He says these types of investments would help our state become a leader in the outdoors and conservation. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Bring it on! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on! On Super Talk Mississippi. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping For folks like me on the job from 9 to 5 Welcome back, Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. And speaking of wealth and wealth management, it's probably no secret that I like to consume the business news. Um... And, and have for a long time, really and still enjoy that, even though I'm not involved in any businesses directly, but from a um, just like to watch the markets and so forth. It, there is obviously no consensus on where all this is going. I've seen economists here recently say there's no question we're headed for a recession, that the inverted yield curve is just one of the indicators. This morning I heard, yeah, it's probably three years out. Three years out, they're saying 24, two years out. And a, a statistic was shared by this particular economist that in the last six times we've experienced the inversion of the yield curve, and, and what that means um, for folks that uh, didn't, didn't tune in a couple of days ago when we discussed this, is it just means that the rate of interest paid on bonds that have a longer duration, a longer term, is lower than the rate of interest paid on bonds that have a shorter term. So, for example, uh, what we experienced Monday, I believe, is we had a, a, an inversion of the 30-year and the 10-year. Now I think we got an inversion of the 2-year and the 10-year, meaning the 2-year pays a higher rate of interest. You invest your money for 2 years, you get more money on that than on an investment in a bond security that you would park for 10 years. You would expect a higher rate, generally, when you're willing to put your money away for such a long period of time because you can't get to it, in general, to reinvest should the rate environment change. In general, that is considered to be a surefire indicator of a recession. But what this particular economist pointed out is that the last 10 times this has occurred, like going back 30 years, they're talking about the yield curve in, inversion, four of those 10 times we did not trigger into and plunge into a recession. And the reason we didn't was because of growth from innovation and technology. And what this particular economist said is, 
expect that we're probably going to see kind of um, uneven and unstable market conditions, talking about stock market, but then at, at a point we're going to see some moderation and tempering of inflation, and once again it's going to be growth stocks, technology stocks that lead us out. And he's expecting a substantial improvement and substantial run, bull run, of the market in the second half of the year. And then there are others that say, oh, the day of reckoning is coming. I guess that's why a lot of people just think it's might as well be rolling the dice, right, at the casino. Um, it's just, just crazy. And so you, if you're looking for a consensus from all these smart folks, there ain't any. I think that's the point. And it's very similar to the prognostications on the price of oil. You've seen that before. Oh my gosh, it's going to $200 here in short term, and the next person said, nope, it's going to fall. It's just a lot we don't know. And that's why we have markets, because there's some that are betting one way and, and some that are betting another, and that's what creates the environment of buyers and sellers and winners and losers. It's a beautiful thing at the end of the day. What government wants to do is interfere with that, and of course, the result, we all become losers. We're all losers. We're equal. We have equity. It's equal misery. <laughs> That's what's produced in general. So I think the Fed's got their hands full. They're sort of dabbling with these rate increases. The, the Those that try to forecast what's next with respect to rate hikes, we've had a quarter point increase, which wasn't squat. Now they're predicting a greater than 60% chance that the next bump is going to be half a point, 50 basis points, half a percent, and more of those coming. But Steve Forbes wrote a great article uh, published on the Business News uh, yesterday where he said, the Fed really doesn't know what they're doing, and they're behind the curve. And he went on to say, this is what we should do if we want to control and rein in inflation. And it's just common sense stuff. Reduce the regulatory environment. Duh. Inspire and encourage rather than condemn and attack and wage war on fossil fuels. Strip out all the crazy regulations and the permitting and the maze that has to be navigated to encourage investment in new projects and production. It's a supply-side approach. And I'm in total agreement with that. It's not, I don't think there's anything the Fed can necessarily do short of raising rates to the point where folks just say, uncle, and they they kind of hunker down, they don't spend their money, and that drives us into a recession, and normally what is caused there is folks get laid off. We still have, I saw yesterday, Rhino, we still have 11.3 million job openings and about 6 million looking for jobs. It's unbelievable. We still have this huge imbalance there going on. And Which I've seen some people say that that can't exist for much longer without a reaction of some kind from different market forces, whether that be 
a raise in labor wages or a raise in automation or different things like that. Absolutely true. And, and honestly, that's happening in a big way uh, right now. You know, the, those in the, in the various technology disciplines are enjoying quite strong sales because, exactly because of that. Companies are looking for a way to, to mitigate this uh, diminishing labor force. The Great Resignation, all that sort of stuff. They're looking for it. I haven't seen an example of it in Mississippi, but I have seen from different people that I follow and and talk to across the country that at grocery stores, you have less and less people working in the grocery store to the point where they have these little robots that are about five or six feet tall for the tallest one. Some of them are down to three or four feet. And they just meander around with a little... LED smiley face on them, and their their whole purpose is basically to make sure everything's copacetic. If there's a spill, the little alarm goes off, and they get the one or two people that are actually there to come clean up the spill. Absolutely true. Their uh, use of video on the produce areas, rather than humans going around and checking the inventory, now there's video using artificial intelligence that alerts, saving steps in human labor cycles. To just and that goes all the way through the supply chain, literally to the supply chain, all the way to the producers, even out to those who make the implements and the parts used in the production of those food products. I mean that's that's how automation is being used. I have a friend out in the Phoenix area that is the CEO of a that you bring that up. It reminded me of that of a company that specializes in artificial intelligence technology for the grocery retailing industry. And I got curious and started reading their website. It's mind-boggling, the stuff they have. From supply chain to customer experience and promotion and marketing, it's just incredible, the technology. And, and point being, it makes them more productive. It, uh, it, it makes them produce more revenue on, on fewer dollars invested. But uh, more importantly, it just addresses this shortage of labor. Incre- incredible uh, technology, honestly. And, and uh, what caught me, it was on LinkedIn, and he had posted a big announcement about some giant supermarket chain in Hawaii. The name of it escapes me, but uh, evidently it's a, it is a, a very popular one. And, and they just signed on to implement that technology. They just made a big, closed a big deal with those guys to do that. But Foodland. That's it. That's it. Yep. Thank you. It, I mean, it looks like it's Just maybe... Just type in Hawaii supermarket chain, and it comes up with the 10 best major grocery there you chains go. in Foodland, number one. And I, I, my understanding from reading the article is they kind of dominate the, the grocery industry, retail grocery industry. I'm in a grocery store called Don Quixote. <laughs> That's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> so... I don't know. We've got a government that's trying to rein this inflation thing in, and I think Forbes said it best. Let the market sort this out, man. Get the hell out of the way. It's not you. Uh, You created all... You created the problem to a great extent. Now you're trying to reverse it and fix it. Just get the hell out of the way. And that's the point here. So, Washington just shoveled out trillions of dollars... Shoveled it out of helicopters. Middays is taking a break. We'll come right back. Don't forget, we got Douglas Carswell at 1205 from the Center for Public Policy. Stay with us. Hater. A real 
Bring us here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Join us for our open house Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Join us Friday, April 1st with the Makita Driving Innovation Tour Trailer all day and good things with Rebecca Turner broadcasting live from 2 to 3 p.m. Then get your hands dirty on Saturday, April the 2nd with buy one, get one Bonnie Plant and the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10 a.m. Food, fun, door prizes, live music, and great deals can't be beat. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. This is Dr. Will Lomflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop for comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331.22. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was down 132 to 138.52. July cotton was down 137 to 134.83. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up nine and a half to 16.73 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up eight and three quarters to 1651 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down three quarters to 737 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up a penny to 721 per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 72 to 137.27. August live cattle was down 37 to 138.17. May feeders down 130 to 167.60. August feeders down 112 to 179.07. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 151 points, 35,077. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you're aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. The will of a farmer is like no other, forged by the strength of generations past, propelled by the hope of what lies ahead. Unpredictability cannot shake its resolve. It wears a coat of courage and commitment, boots made of love for the land. At BASF, we support you with tools for tomorrow, new chemistries, seed traits, and technologies, because we know the world's future will be fed by the will of a farmer. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. That's a good one there, the great David Bowie. Heroes. Thank you for that, Rhino. We are in the Element Well Studios. Apparently, we do have droids in the grocery stores because Stephen Gulfport on the ceasefire text line chimed in and said the Walmart and Gulfport's got a droid. There you Goes go. Goes around scanning shelves, taking inventory. How about that? Yeah, it's just a matter of time, uh, really. And you certainly. You understand why these organizations would would do that. And and work that is performed by humans that is repetitive in 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 nature, uh, let's just say is is something that could be performed by devices, robots, technology, because it can learn the, the, the minimum amount to perform those jobs. Those jobs are at risk. There's no doubt about it. Even more complicated jobs like translation. Lots of yeah, lots of stuff. I've seen a prediction even from futurists that thirty plus years, a lot of what the legal profession performs will be totally automated. Yeah, I think you're you're already kinda seeing that with more and more apps and websites and stuff that will put together simple legal documents and forms for you at a minimal charge. Yeah. You can go to a website and get your own LLC for a lot less than getting a lawyer. Absolutely true. And probably an example that most people would be familiar with today is there was a time when you had to have a stockbroker to trade stocks oh, for. Oh, yeah. You had to call the stockbroker and tell them, place your order, and they place it for you and send you a bill. Think about that. But what did, did that mean the end of the financial services industry in that respect? Absolutely not. It's grown since then, and it's now a wealth management industry. So it's not people, you know, picking the phone up and responding to incoming phone calls, buy me some of this, sell me some of that. Nobody does that. And by the way, what do those folks do? I mean, they do, but it's it's a much smaller number than it once was. Like you, you, you still think have, we're still doing that. You still got the people on the floor of the freaking that's stock little, exchange that's little, I agree. going crazy at each other. But but they're they're representing those that are registered to trade on right. the exchange. They're not taking calls from the public <laughs> down the street. <laughs> at the stock I'm just saying it, it, right. it probably doesn't happen very often. But I'm sure every <laughs> once in a while they get a phone call from somebody that still wants to do it the old way. Uh, it's probably true. I Go buy you. me forty thousand yeah. shares of whatever. <laughs> You may be right on that, but hey, that's in general, though. And so the tools that those folks have oh, yeah. are incredible. They're mind-boggling, sophisticated, and it's made them more productive. Just like our friends that sponsor this program at Element Well, they are way more productive and able 
to uh, service tremendous number of clients relative to not having those tools, where you had a bunch of folks back there with a, the, uh, the kind of stereotypical green eye shade <laughs> sleeves rolled up, you know, on the calculators and the spreadsheets trying to make stock trades. And I mean, think about it in the simplest terms. Nowadays, you've got apps on your smartphone where you can set a price and an amount you're willing to spend and you're willing to buy it at, and it just does it for you. Versus not that long ago, in the grand scheme of things, you would have had to call somebody, set all that up, and then that person had to keep an eye on it and make sure that when it happened and triggered, then they did it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but how that's changed is incredible. And, and you know what that's done? It made us more prosperous. If you go look at any statistics about the number of impoverished people in the world, not just this country, in the world, go back 50 years and look at today, that number has shrunk dramatically, dramatically. There are honestly very few people, as a percent of the total population, remaining in the world that are just in abject, destitute poverty. And where that exists is in nations that are ridiculously corrupt. In spite of the warts and the stains we have in this country, the opportunities are incredible. And the only thing that gets in the way of that is government. Oh, no, can't let you get you seize those opportunities and achieve too much success. Got to take that from you and give it to this person over here. That's it, who just wants it just to come just for the asking. It's... Here you go. Drop it out of a helicopter, so to speak. True story, but um, Greg Gutfeld has warned us many times about the robot takeover. That on ceasefire uh, text line. Yeah, I don't see that coming exactly. I think Greg. Judgment day. Yeah, I think Greg's just looking for TV ratings and a little sizzle there. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> to get you going. Uh, but. Anyhow, we are going to take a break right here on Middays. It is time for Super Talk News and Fox News. We're in the Element Well Studios. we got Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of Mississippi Center for Public Policy at 12.05. A lot more talk before then, including some new rules handed down by the TSA. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden orders the release of a million barrels of oil a day from the nation's strategic reserve for six months. Americans use about 20 million barrels of oil daily, 40% of that for gasoline. This would be the third time the Biden administration taps the strategic petroleum reserve after a release of 50 million barrels in coordination with other countries back in November in another release following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. At least two people are killed by a tornado hitting the Florida panhandle. The entire Deep South has faced some really terrifying moments overnight here. We know that there were areas near Jackson, Mississippi that saw potential and damage of a possible tornado in those areas. Fox Weathers, Nicole Valdez in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. About 160,000 homes and businesses have lost power from Alabama and Mississippi up to Michigan. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It'll be a historic day for Mississippi schools teachers. Governor Tate Reeves will sign on to the largest teacher pay raise in history this afternoon. Historically, our teachers have been some of the lowest paid in the nation, but with an average $5,100 raise, that's about to change. Reeves explained that the pay raise has been in the works since his campaign in 2019. I have a history of, of, of fiscal responsibility, and I have told the, the people of Mississippi, I'm not just going to, in a political campaign, make promises that I can't keep. An equal pay bill is headed to the governor as well. Representative Angela Cockerham, who authored the bill, was ecstatic upon its passage. I am just over the moon about it, and my colleagues are as well. There's currently a 27% pay gap between men and women in Mississippi. That's higher than the national average. I'm Kelly Bennett. Rock show of the year is here. CPR Fest 20. All day this Saturday. Outside on the front lawn of the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. With three doors down live. Bad Flower. Non points. Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Dead Poets Society. Bud Light, Monster Energy Drink, and Miller Light welcome CPR Fest 20. Featuring the CPR Fest homegrown stage. Come party with thousands. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Coliseum box office right up till showtime. 11 bands for just 35 bucks plus fees. Don't miss this one. It's CPR Fest 20 this Saturday. Gates open at 1.30. Senator Bryce Wiggins believes when the dust settles, the 2022 legislative session will be viewed as momentous. Medical marijuana passed. We'll have the largest uh, teacher pay raise in the history of Mississippi. We will have the largest tax cut, which places uh, places Mississippi number, what I've been told, number the fifth best in the country. We will have uh, done the CRT legislation, critical race theory, passing the equal pay legislation, which Attorney General Lynn Fitch has pushed. A Moss Point canine officer named Buddy is on the mend after being shot while apprehending a suspect Wednesday. 44-year-old Richard McGuire was apprehended by Buddy after stealing from the Shell Station on Highway 63. The canine was rushed to an emergency clinic in Meridian. He's been issued four weeks resting time to heal before he can be cleared to work again. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
biggest rock show of the year is here. CPR Fest 20. All day, this Saturday. Outside on the front lawn of the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. With three doors down, live. Society. Bud Light, Monster Energy Drink, and Miller Lite welcome CPR Fest 20. Featuring the CPR Fest homegrown stage. Come party with thousands. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Coliseum box office right up till showtime. 11 bands for just 35 bucks plus fees. Don't miss this one. It's CPR Fest 20 this Saturday. Gates open at 1.30. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back on Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. One good thing about that rain pushing through is seems to have washed out a lot of the pollen. Free car wash. Yeah, because it is surely spinning around a lot right now, isn't it? It was like oh, yeah. a cloud of it before the rain came through. So everything had that nice yellow green sheen. Yeah. But that's a, that's kind of a requirement to keep everything going, isn't it? God's way. Um the TSA. Before I get to that, just saw that crazy Jennifer Granholm, the Secretary of Energy on the TV here saying, "Yeah, the quickest way we can rid ourselves of these high prices is to convert to electric vehicles immediately." These people just don't live in reality, do they? It's it's like your brain gets blunted when you're in that bubble in the swamp. In her case, former governor, Michigan, I believe, right? Before Big Gretch. It tapped to be the Secretary of Energy. Has zero idea what the heck she's doing, in my opinion. None of them do. It was she fit whatever the physical profile was needed to round out and diversify the cabinet. It's got to look like America. Not important that we hire the most qualified people in a color and ethnicity and gender blind fashion, just based on qualifications and skills and value. Nope. All based on what you are. I'm going to keep pounding this because I still say number one challenge to the future of this great country. How we have shifted away from merit and achievement as the primary determinants of outcome. It's crazy. 
All right, the TSA. <laughs> New gender-neutral screening process. I didn't even know there was a gender screening process. What am I missing there? I mean, I've only flown about a million and a half miles. Pat-downs. Is that what it is? I, I think that was the, uh, the biggest divider between genders, was if you were being submitted to a pat-down search and you were a male, you had to be patted down by a male TSA agent. And if you were female, you had to be patted down by a female okay, TSA agent. Okay, so I wonder if that means a male can pat down a female. Well, so here, here's the deal, though. Let's be honest. We no longer distinguish male from female. It's non-gender. We're just all one big blob. Gender fluid. The agency announced Thursday, just uh, this morning, the screening standards for, new screening standards, I should say, for transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming airline passengers. Why are we so obsessed with this in this country? How do we, it's like every day is something new with respect to this gender identity and sexuality stuff. We're racializing and sexualizing every aspect of everything in this country. When do we ever concern ourselves with, I don't know, excellence, productivity, performance? And now I know people on the left would say, well, we are. That, that's how you do it. I was about to say, it. that's the, the twisted part of the problem, is when you value yourself based on how tolerant you can be and you allow yourself to not think logically or even dispassionately, you just go on emotion and feelings and, oh my goodness, you must have been wronged, so let me help you. <laughs> That's exactly right. The uh, statement from the TSA director, and I shall read it to you, TSA will move swiftly to implement more secure and efficient screening processes that are gender-neutral, as well as technological updates that will enhance security and make TSA pre-check enrollment process more gender-inclusive. I, I didn't know that was a problem. Have you ever seen anybody not be allowed to board an airport? plane, an aircraft, because of their gender? I mean, it, what am I missing about, how do you define inclusive? We're talking about inclusive in the screening process, I guess, right? Hmm. So, also, starting in April, TSA pre-check enrollees, IR1, I've been a pre-check passenger, it's called a known traveler, by the way. For some time, it just you know what the deal is. It allows you to go through the pre-check line, a little more expedient, and doesn't require you to take all your clothes off. <laughs> it seems like uh, so. It's it's yeah. It's a much much better deal. Anyhow, what it says here is that new enrollees, actually existing as well, will also be able to pick their gender based on self-attestation, regardless of what is stated on their ID and their documents. Oh, that's good, isn't it? So you just say what, whatever gender you are. <laughs> what was that song? Man, I Feel Like a Woman? <laughs> exactly. That was, uh, what was her name? Shania Twain. That's it, yeah. Uh, two ma major 
passenger carriers have already added the X in U, which stands for undisclosed, in their travel reservation systems. I think it's the state of Washington. Does not One of them doesn't require, no longer is putting the gender on a birth certificate. Remember us talking about that one? And your driver's license as well. The TSA said it's working with air carriers across the nation to promote the use and acceptance of the ex-gender marker. Oh, joy. That'll really solve a lot of problems. That'll make that price of gas go down at the pump. Right? That'll, that'll bring down your grocery bill. No doubt about it. That'll stop the flood of illegals across the border. That'll, hell, that may even bring an end to the war in Ukraine. You could put an X. <laughs> you have to laugh at it because it's insane. It's absurd. It's preposterous. On this day, this is from the TSA, on this day and every day, we recognize the resilient strength and joy of transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming people. And let me be clear. I have no problem with those people. Zero. Have friends. Don't really care. I just don't want that to kind of drive every single policy in all aspects of society. I don't know. And it really doesn't matter, I guess, what percentage of the population that amounts to. Uh, but... Are we, how do you accommodate everybody with everything to their liking? It'd be different if, I'm sorry, you're transgender, you can't get on the airplane. It'd be different if that were the case. It'd be different if, I'm sorry, you're transgender, you can't go to public school, for example. Or enjoy all the other bounty of this country. I don't think any of that's happening. I really don't. I don't see it. But, and all this does, in my opinion. Well, the left believes it. It's happening, even if it's not. Oh, they absolutely do. Just look at what they've said about Florida's bill and what they call it versus what it actually is. Which is a complete misrepresentation of what it is. So I'd like to just ask those people, by the way, who were protesting it, do you want to introduce and discuss it to any extent these concepts with kindergartners? Do you want to talk about sex and sexual identity and sexual orientation? Ain't there time to do that later? Why do you got to do it to kindergartners? Can't we just let them be innocent little kindergartners to learn, I don't know, how to read, how to write, how to add and subtract? That just seems to take a back seat. And these woke educators see that as their opportunity to groom these kids, right? Why? Again, how could you even say that you're being treated unfairly if you're an employee of the school district getting paid the same pay and benefits as other folks? It's not like you're being oppressed or discriminated against. Why do you got to do this with kids? Leave them alone. My gosh. Because you know what? They want schools to be the parents. That's what they seek. They feel like they can shape the younger generations into be little robots, little drones, speaking of which, 
that are carved out in the image they want, mentally and physically. It's insane. Otis Redding. I didn't know he did that song. Appreciate that, Rhino. We'll take a break right here on Middays. Don't forget Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of Mississippi Center for Public Policy at 1205. We got more talk coming up. Stay with us. The mammoth's got a brand new bag. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor. Whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Spring is here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Join us for our open house Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Join us Friday, April 1st with the Makita Driving Innovation Tour Trailer all day and good things with Rebecca Turner broadcasting live from 2 to 3 p.m. Then get your hands dirty on Saturday, April the 2nd with Buy One, Get One Bonnie Plant and the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10 a.m. Food, fun, door prizes, live music, and great deals can't be beat. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi. Middays from the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Don't forget, uh, Rebecca Turner is going to be live. Uh, that's tomorrow for the spring open house event at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton, with a Makita tool trailer and big savings. And then on Saturday, Garden Mama Nellie Neal's going to be there 8 to 10. That's at the Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Let me make sure I get this straight, says Scott in Rankin County. They want me to sell my pickup truck to buy an electric vehicle that I can't afford, make my power bill go up astronomically because it runs out of my electricity, supposed to save me money. Well, uh, I hear you, Scott, but there are a number of analyses that have been completed with respect to the, the cost of charging electric vehicles, the cost per mile, versus the cost of fuel to power a, a traditional, a standard internal combustion-powered vehicle. It actually costs about three times more for the internal combustion vehicle. When you look at the present average cost of electricity and the, uh, the average uh, time to charge, and it's measured in terms of kilowatt hours is how electricity is sold. So I, I hear you. Again, these are um, – I still argue that these are all technical issues that will be resolved in time. It's not, it's not this hard opposition to ever go into electric vehicles. In my view, the, the opposition should be you're forcing it on, us on it before it's practical and feasible. That's the issue. The cost of the electricity, honestly, relative to the cost of gas, is an advantage. The problem is the cost of a vehicle, in general, is expensive, and it's not practical because we don't have this this giant network of, of charging. You still have the old situation where once you run out of juice after two, three hundred miles, you got to stop and charge up. That's a that's kind of impractical. If if you're going to do a, even a quick charge, which will give you a, a lesser distance, even that's thirty minutes to an hour. So, but all, but all these I still say are are technical problems that are going to be resolved. Here's the problem I have: is going out and putting out five uh, right now, investing all kinds of money in installing 500,000 charging stations that may never get used, honestly, because technology leapfrogs it and says, oh, don't need that anymore. It's dumb. That's why they need to wait. But they're so dang intent on driving this down everybody's throat right now. And that's their offered solution to the pain at the pump. You just go get you an EV. No, that doesn't work. It's not practical. Some people will. But let me ask you this, Rhino. you know any poor people that got EVs? Mm, no. Rich people? Very few. But those that do, who's typically driving them? People yeah. that are somewhat affluent. Yeah, I mean, a Tesla is a status symbol the same way an iPhone is a status symbol. Totally Same agree. way a Starbucks cup is a status symbol. Agree. I absolutely agree. So it's, it's premature. 
And we, we've had a lot of questions about, well, what do you do when, when the battery goes out and you got to replace it? Well, in a Tesla, the battery's good for anywhere from 300 to 500,000 miles. How many people replace their vehicle within the time frame of it getting 300 to 500,000 miles? The majority of people. Vast majority. And, and how much are you spending to repair and overhaul and maintain an engine once it gets to that mark? That's a lot. I, I mean, I don't know how much the average person drives. Uh, I drive 15,000 miles or so a year, on average. Used to drive more in business, but on average, I, and I don't know, I know everybody's different, but so again, the, these are, the, that's not, I'll, I'll offer this. Remember when Obamacare was introduced and we had these massive problems with the websites? Remember that? They were crashing, and uh, just a, a, a litany of technical problems. And, and, of course, people immediately jumped on that and said, See, I told you. I told you. It won't work. It won't work. When's the last time you heard about a problem on an Obamacare website that's been in the news? Doesn't happen. That was a technical problem that was going to get solved in time. Now, it is absolutely true that before the Supreme Court ruled that states did not have to expand Medicaid to participate in Obamacare, the way the law was written was states were building out their websites. Some states, such as Oregon, you've heard us probably play the Covered Oregon tune here on the program, they had spent about $600 million creating their exchange, what they call it, the Obamacare exchange, and then after the Supreme Court ruling, that then made, uh, compelled the federal government to create the exchanges. States didn't have to do it. They just tanked that $600 million. We actually had money spent in Mississippi. Not nearly as much, and this was, we're talking about 12 years ago. But uh, the only point I'm trying to make is these are technical challenges that ultimately get resolved uh, in time. The, the challenge, the various technical challenges to widespread adoption and use of electric vehicles will be solved in time. But the market's got to kind of guide the time frame, not the government. A little bit here and there, but not just throwing your hands up saying, sorry, can't help you with the price of oil that's right under your feet, that's just dumb. Go out and buy you an EV, solve that problem now, totally dumb. So, I don't know why they think that that's just a practical solution to a serious problem today. And I think it's just that detachment from reality. Speaking of detachment from reality, you see this story where Maxine Waters in her district is approached by a lot of people that are they're protesting, complaining about lots of things, their situation, and <laughs> she says, I kid you not, you know, right now, you people just need to go on back home. You know what they said? We don't have a home. That's the problem. <laughs> you see that? How could she be so clueless? So clueless. That is just the best example ever of detachment from reality. And she's been in Congress like 
I don't know, 200 years or something, right? Forever. Yeah, she's had a very tenuous grasp on reality the entire time she's been there. So true. Absolutely so true. Batteries still have a major something environmental impact from Ken. Future? Future impact, yeah. Again, same thing was said about nuclear power and what to do with nuclear waste. They, they, if you, folks, if you don't believe that human beings are possess the God-given skills and talent to solve human problems, that, that by the way, if you look at the technical definition and the derivative of technology, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's computers and you know iPhones and stuff. If you look at the uh, – Rhino, I know you're kind of a student at this stuff. If you look at the derivative from the Greek word, I think technologia, it, it really just says it's human innovation solving human problems. It's, yeah, it's a helper tool. Yeah, it's way more general than that. And so <laughs> we possess the knowledge to, to eventually solve these problems. We always have. It's, it's why we're – more prosperous today than we were 10 years ago, and then 20. Keep going backwards. I mean, just, I know this is kind of a tangent, but just think about the the capacity for human innovation when you look at history and, say, ancient Egypt, thousands of years ago. They understood things about nature, like how to force-feed geese and ducks to get foie gras, or how to castrate animals to get them to grow differently and provide more beef or meat they knew these things through trial and error well we have more people on the planet now than they could ever imagine so we have a lot more trial and error so you can progress a lot faster absolutely true 30 percent of the population could barely feed a a third as many people as we have in the country today three percent of the population is involved in that business and they're feeding three times as many people with excess because of technology. No question about it. We'll take a break right here. Reese and Clarksdale, I see what you said there, Reese. I'll get back to you regarding the Obamacare website. That's not actually true. Uh, we'll be right back with more on Middays. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 43. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 71. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 47. And a slight chance of rain for Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 77. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It'll be a historic day for Mississippi school teachers. Governor Tate Reeves will sign on to the largest teacher pay raise in history this afternoon. Historically, our teachers have been some of the lowest paid in the nation, but with an average $5,100 raise, that's about to change. Reeves explained that the pay raise has been in the works since his campaign in 2019. I have a history of, of, of fiscal responsibility, and I I have told the, the people of Mississippi, I'm not just going to, in a political campaign, make promises that I can't keep. An equal pay bill is headed to the governor as well. Representative Angela Cockerham, who authored the bill, was ecstatic upon its passage. I am just over the moon about it and my colleagues are as well. There's currently a 27% pay gap between men and women in Mississippi. That's higher than the national average. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi on the C Spire tax line from the Element Well Studios. Waters telling the homeless to go home reminds me of when Biden told the guy in a wheelchair to stand up. Robert, I do remember that. Hey, just a gaffe. He also, I remember there was some situation where he asked somebody how their father was. And the father had been deceased for a few years, and he knew that, and he got conflated individuals. Oh, that's, that's right. God bless him. <laughs> Something. He tried to recover. <laughs> oh, gosh. Recent Clarksdale, some technical problems worked themselves out with lack of demand, i.e., Obamacare website. Not actually the case, Robert. Uh, there's no question that the demand for policies in the Obamacare exchanges didn't quite measure up to what was thought, but most of the expansion of coverage by far with the passing of Obamacare was in Medicaid. You look at the numbers from when, uh, just prior to the enactment of Obamacare to today, almost doubled, about 40 million on Medicaid in this country in the 2000 and uh, 11 or so, 12 time frame, <clears throat> 73, 4 million now? Think about that. Think about that. A uh, little less than a quarter. That's with 12 states not expanding. little less than a quarter of the country on Medicaid. Medicaid. It's, uh, it's incredible. And it, it ought to be a goal. It ought to be a goal to continue to build our economy such that people don't need Medicaid, because it is, in effect, free insurance. And the vast majority of those enrolled are children that live in indigent homes. However, the vast majority of the costs are expended on indigent elderly, another category. Because it's no secret that 
most of us consume the majority of our, our health care and the cost thereof in the waning period of our life. So our bodies get older and they, we get sicker. But if you look at enrollment across the exchanges, very first year, 2014, when they went into effect, 8 million. And the trend, 11.6, 12.6, just doing this through the years, 2017, 12.2, 11.7, 11.4, 11.4, 12.0, through 2021. Expect, expected to be 15 million this year, by the way. That is the projection. And, and again, keep in mind that most of us, about 85% of those that are insured in the, in the private coverage market, we get it from our employers. And this is for those that do not receive their coverage from their employer. That's what the exchanges are for. There's a lot of confusion about that. This, this would be those that buy insurance, health insurance in what's called the individual market, meaning they're not part of a group, an employer group. Um, self-employed, subcontractors, gig workers, those who work for very small companies that don't offer insurance because they're not compelled to under the law. Those that offer insurance, but it does not meet the uh, the affordability test, they are allowed to go into the exchange. You work for an employer, it's more than, I think, 9.8% uh, your share of premiums are, of your gross pay. You are allowed to go to the exchanges and buy insurance. By the way, if your employer does offer what's deemed as affordable coverage, you are not eligible to buy insurance in the exchanges. The technical problem with the website, I can tell you what happened. It was Michelle Obama's buddy. A lot of people don't realize this. It was some cronies. In the case of the states that tried to spin them up, that was just a situation where it's dumb for 50 states, in that case the 30 or so that expanded Medicaid, but 50 that would have had exchanges. Everybody participated in that, including Mississippi. It was dumb for 50 states to be creating their own individual systems. And when you put big systems together like this, at first they're rolled out, they tend to be problematic, despite your best efforts to test them. That's just the way software development works. But when it became the responsibility of the federal government, in fact, did you know that IBM actually offered to create and host and manage the site for nothing? And the federal government said, no, we can't let you do that. We've got to let Michelle Obama's buddies over here <laughs> do that. True story. So, anyhow, they're just talking about this in the context of how technology, and hu- it's really not technology, it's human, it is, but it's human innovation is that the behind the scenes is what addresses these problems. I know Larry and jo- Jackson says it's a fair point. The grid cannot support charging a neighborhood of cars. You've seen that a lot. But could it support an entire neighborhood running their washing machine? No. no ne- neither could... Um, let's say the the cellular network support everybody on the phone at the same time. They're not built like that. It would right. be unaffordable if you built them like that. Same Heck, day. I mean, the uh, the infamous story of over in England, wherever they have big soccer matches, they have the electric companies are sitting there on pins and needles for the halftime whistle because they know everybody's going to go get a cup of tea and boil the kettle. So that spikes the need. Hmm. So they got to be ready for it. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Makes total sense, though. So I'm sure a lot of folks that are listening remember the 
uh, not so long ago when uh, stadiums, sports stadiums, were rolling out their Wi-Fi from within the stadium, right? Sometimes it was free. At first, I think you had to pay for it, as I recall. Yeah, a lot of them had a little subscription you had to get into. But still, though, it was it was less than optimum service. Oh, yeah. Guess what solved that? Technology. Innovation. What <laughs> I mean, the... The improvements in networking technology off the charts in the in the last twenty years, but it happens almost every day. Having been in that business is mind boggling how we continue to. So, what does that do? It just it it increases the overall capacity of traffic. The traffic right now, the volume of traffic. If we were to push that through the networks of ten years ago, the entire internet would crash. It would it, melt. Yeah, it wouldn't work. So we continue to increase the volume astronomically, exponentially, because it's all rich content. It's videos. Everything's videos and gazillions of memes, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's the rich content of, of meme, uh, excuse me, a video uh, that consumes way more content than text, than just character-based content, non-rich content. But in the same is true. Now, I'm not sitting here saying today the electric grid is absolutely ready for 300 million people or however many have cars we have in this country to convert. No, it's not. But over a, a, a reasonable period of time, yeah, those issues will absolutely be addressed. I'm still in the camp that believes that novel technology will absolutely be introduced that would uh, not uh, uh, require plugging into a physical charging station to charge a vehicle. Absolutely. That's being prototyped and tested now. It's just a matter of time. That will be here. And there was a question that someone asked, which which was a fair question, um, about, um, yeah, Sam from Mount Hermon says, Good morning. What will you do if you had to wait in line at a charging station while on a trip and the line has three cars ahead of you, you're in medical emergency two-thirds states over. Yeah, and, and honestly, my answer to that is, that's why I don't think it's ready for prime time yet. It's a good point, Sam. Those, those issues are valid points. Uh, when we get to such a point where that's not a problem, not a requirement to stand in line behind three vehicles to charge uh, so that I can, I don't know, take care of a medical emergency or, or just be on my way, that's when I think that we'll have widespread adoption. Simple as that. I remember trying to sell web conferencing. I think I've talked about this before. 16, 17 years ago, what, or what is commonly known um, as Zoom, it's kind of become the sort of the frigidaire to refrigerators, right? And we just couldn't get anybody to use it. And it was buggy. Today, who hasn't used that technology on a multitude of devices? Same deal. Didn't have enough bandwidth capacity to support. And we'd have to tell people, hey, would you kill your video so we can not have garbled audio? Those are things that just get worked out in time. It, Which it, that was the second or third or fourth iteration of the same concept. Because remember in the what early 90s, you had video phones right. that tried to send video calls over good old-fashioned phone lines. Yep. That's exactly right. Which weren't designed to carry that Did, much data. Didn't work, right. Paula Meridian says, what about a blizzard overnight? You got a, that problem in a gas vehicle. You just turn it off. Again, these are 
smart people are going to figure this out. There will be solutions to these issues. We, we can't think about solving problems with what we know today as, uh, as what's available. Smart people will figure this out and come up with innovations, and like I said before, they're going to get filthy rich because they'll service a whole lot of people doing it and sell those wares. And the left will go crazy. We made them rich. What was your electric vehicle crap? We'll be right back on Midday. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The number of egg layer flocks being hit by the highly pathogenic avian influenza could scramble the availability of eggs leading into Easter. With new commercial cases of the H5N1 highly pathogenic avian influenza, reported in Iowa, South Dakota, and North Carolina. USDA reports at least 17.4 million total birds have had to be depopulated because of infected farms. Egg-laying operations account for about 11.6 million total birds lost and about 3% of the total egg-laying hens in the country. The current outbreak is now the second largest in U.S. history, behind only the 2014-15 outbreak that involved 43 million chickens and another 7.4 million turkeys, mainly affecting egg-laying operations in Iowa and turkey operations in Minnesota. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. 
For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. I'm a scat man. We are back midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. Don't forget, we got Douglas Carswell coming up uh, after the noon break. Discrimination against transgender students would be a violation of federal civil rights law under some proposed regulations the Education Department is finalizing right now. Of course, Title IX essentially bans discrimination on the basis of sex and education. And the new rule would actually include discrimination based on gender identity, among other things. Here's a statement. Uh, this would be a draft of the uh, some text from the, from the uh, regulation. Quote, discrimination on the basis of sex includes discrimination on the ba- basis of sex stereotypes, sex-related characteristics, including intersex traits pregnancy or related conditions, sexual orientation, and gender identity. I can't even dream up all that stuff. The uh, regulations would also rewrite for the third time in the past three administrations the very complex rules for universities in K-12 schools involving uh, adjudication of allegations of sexual harassment and assault. It's just incredible. So here's the deal to be taking a look at is and thinking about is all of these states, Oklahoma, the latest, I believe, Arizona also passed these laws that do not that require student athletes to compete against those that are of the same biological gender. The idea here is to challenge those. They're going to end up in court. And this is why they want the likes of nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson to be seated on the court, although that doesn't tilt the balance in, in terms of philosophy on the court. That's what they want. 
is to try to force this on everyone. It's just incredible to me that we're so consumed with this in this country. I mean, if, if there are some sort of serious discriminatory problems, okay, let's hear them, but the fact that you're a biological male and you've gone through, I don't know, all sorts of conversion surgery and so forth and hormone treatment and I don't know what all else happens there, but medical treatment to turn you into a female and then you raise your hand and say, I want to go compete in sports against them, that, and not allowing you to, how could that be construed as discrimination? It's quite the opposite. It's the opposite. So there was a big fanfare yesterday when the governor of Oklahoma signed such legislation. And I think it's called Protect Women's Sports, if I'm not mistaken, is the title of the bill. And he is surrounded by lots of Women at all of all ages. I mean, looks like down to elementary school, holding the posters, protect women's sports. One of them, I think, was his 14-year-old daughter. This stuff is upside down. And the crazy thing is, even lots of liberal Democrats oppose this nonsense of just, based on your identity, just choose wherever you want to compete. I think we've seen 12 states, I believe, have passed such legislation uh, to this point. So uh, who knows where all that's going. We need to, need to stay on it. Uh, simple solution from Reese and Clarksdale. Just buy an electric pickup truck, put a 200-watt diesel generator in the back, charge as you go. Go green. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you there, Reese. It's, uh, it is just upside down. It's just too quick. This has stepped into insanity, says Paula Meridi, and I'll state, say it again. The only way to solve this is strictly by anatomy, bathroom, sports, anything dealing with gender. No more men's or women's. It has to be penis or vagina. It's ridiculous that I even have to say this. I, I hear you, Paul. I, I'm sh- sort of stunned and stay kind of in a in a fuzzy state of mind as well about why are we so consumed with this again I, I don't want anybody to be denied their constitutional rights but I also don't want to just turn everything so upside down that we just have this like I said one big indiscernible blob of human tissue that seems like where we're headed good good grief Larry McGee says it won't take as much power to charge an EV than it does to run your home oven heating elements in our homes. Use an amazing amount of power. I've heard that as well, Larry, and I hear you. I, again, the, I think that's very secondary to the, the whole dilemma here. I think it's just pushing it too dang fast. Just not ready. But it'll get there. Stay with us. We've got uh, Douglas Carswell, the president and CEO of Mississippi Center for Public Policy, in the studios next. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. 
trying to get energy prices lower. President Biden is ordering the release of oil from the nation's strategic reserve. One million barrels a day for 180 days, 180 million barrels. That would reduce the strategic petroleum reserve to the lowest level since 1984. Now, experts are saying this is just, again, a short-term solution. These releases were never meant to handle sustained issues just for the short-term shocks like hurricanes. Edward Lawrence with Fox Business at the White House. The Russian government denies U.S. intelligence that President Putin there is being misinformed by his top advisors. Officials here at the Pentagon say Russian President Vladimir Putin is not being kept abreast about the failures of his military. The spokesman for Putin says both the State Department and Pentagon don't have the real information about what is actually going on inside the Kremlin. That's Fox's Lucas Tomlinson at the Pentagon. Today begins the sixth week of Ukraine's invasion by the Russian military. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Baroni's TreePros.com. That's BaronisTreePros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Emergency Management Agency is reporting widespread damage and several injuries after yesterday's severe weather. Two people were injured in Noxabee County, and one was hurt in Holmes County. Over 20 counties across the state are reporting damage so far. Boulevard, Calhoun, Hines, Warren, and Yazoo counties are showing the most significant damage. This latest round of severe weather follows a storm system that damaged over 200 homes across the state just last week. Actually, that count has gone up. The National Weather Service in Jackson has confirmed 25 tornadoes swept across the state March 22nd. Three injuries were reported due to those storms and over 250 homes. That's now the count on sustained damages. To view a map of the preliminary reports from today, head on over to our Twitter or Facebook at Supertalk News. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do for Mississippi? Our goal is to create opportunities for Mississippi farmers and ranchers to have a better life and make a better living. We offer education and safety programs, create scholarship opportunities, and provide health resources for our members, not to mention our agricultural advocacy efforts. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
A Trump-era order that blocks asylum seekers from entering the country due to public health concerns, Title 42, is expected to come to an end in May. Congressman Michael Guest agrees if the White House allows that to happen, it's going to make the crisis at the southern border even worse. The first six months in the physical year, over one million immigrants were stopped coming across the border, and that was with Title 42 in place. Once Title 42 is removed, uh, we're going to see those numbers uh, go up two to three yeah. times. Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson is expected to be confirmed next week. Former Mississippi Supreme Court Justice George Carlson says there's no doubt she's a liberal-leaning judge, but... I've always said I don't want nine robots on the court, you know, in lockstep. We've got to hash out the law and look at each case and get pros and cons, get different um, ideas on the case, and so... I think it's good to have a diverse court. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. And joining us now, Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. Douglas, good to see you again, my friend. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Yes, sir. So I uh, wanted to have you in today to talk about the recent income tax legislation that passed the House and the Senate. Don't know if the governor has signed it yet. Last I checked, it was still awaiting his signature, but uh, all indications are he's expected to sign it. Yeah, he's been pushing for income tax elimination, stroke income tax cuts for a long time, so I'd be very surprised if he didn't uh, didn't sign this. I mean, this is good news. We're all going to get a tax break. It means that over the next few years, uh, we're going to see um, the 4% rate eliminated. So basically, if you're a worker in Mississippi, you're not going to pay income tax on your first $18,000. If you're married, it'll be $36,000. That's great news. It's, it's really good. But let's be clear, with the price of everyday items from groceries to gas going up, 
at last something becomes cheaper. The cost of Mississippi's government is going to be made cheaper. That's that's wonderful. But this isn't as far as we could have gone. This isn't income tax elimination. This is just a big cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know your organization, as as uh, did others, advocated for total elimination yeah. of the income tax. And at the end of the day, it just didn't seem like that that was uh, in the cards from a political perspective. Couldn't get uh, that plan. Plans which did pass the House uh, yet. ran into uh, some difficulty in the Senate. Yep. And so uh, the, they got together over the weekend in conference and, and hammered out the plan, the final plan yep. that we got. Uh, again, does fall short. Uh, do you think there's still – I still believe there's a chance to get that done eventually. I don't think we've I, closed the door on it. I've kind of described yeah. this as a down payment on that. I, I think that's a very sensible way of describing it. Let's put this in context. At the moment in Mississippi, the legislature is sitting on a mountain of money. There's a $1.2 billion surplus. On top of that, there is a $1.8 billion surplus uh, in terms of the money they've been handed from D.C. for the uh, the, the, the rescue ARPA. plan. Yep. Yeah, ARPA. Add that together, that's $3 billion. Yep. They're only spending about a sixth of that. They're only spending a small fraction of that $3 billion giving taxpayers back their money. The rest is being spent on growing government. I don't think that is something that conservatives should be cheering. Yeah. So I think, I think when people recognize that, I think they're going to have to come back and look again at elimination. Okay. Where does your organization see that government in Mississippi is growing that you'd like to blunt, that you'd like to kind of put the quietus on? There's a whole range of organizations, agencies, boards, commissions in downtown Jackson, Mm -hmm. and you can't do much in Mississippi without their permission. They regulate everything, and each one of these boards has a payroll, and each one of the people on the payroll has all sorts of costs. And we're going through systematically saying, what is it about the administrative state in Jackson not the administrative state in D.C., the administrative state here in Jackson that we could do without. Surely any, anyone who runs a business, anyone who runs any kind of business knows that in a downturn you have to look to economize. When was the last time we systematically went through and looked at the administrative state in Mississippi and worked out what departments could we amalgamate? What boards could we live without? What commissions do we not actually need anymore? I think it's overdue that we did that. I've posed that same question, interestingly enough, uh, Douglas. There just doesn't seem to be an appetite uh, to undertake uh, such an analysis, because it it would require uh, detailed examination of every single agency, every single commission, every single board. I mean, down to the org chart object level of spending level. And we just don't seem to be able to get that going. That's where we come in. That's what we're working on right now. An organization like the Mississippi Center for Public Policy exists to do this analysis, to do this work, to make the arguments, because and to do the math. Because I think this is an argument that is long overdue. Anyone out there who's run a business during the COVID crisis would have looked at their balance sheet and looked at ways to save money. When was the last time government in Mississippi did that? Yeah. So we're going to do that for them. We're going to come up with okay. recommendations, and we think we can hack away a lot of this big bloated bureaucracy. Okay. And I think it's also fair to say that, uh, to some degree, protectionism is alive and well in the state of Mississippi as, uh, it is. as well. Spot the vested interests. We saw one of the most egregious, outrageous examples of this with an attempt to stop cars from being sold by the manufacturer direct to the consumer. Look, this is America, for goodness sake. Why can't you buy a car off whoever you want? The vested interests, the lobbyists, the auto dealership people got in there, and they got this bill. This is going to make 
things more expensive for ordinary Mississippians. Why do we allow our political system be, to be captured by vested interests? I'll give you another example. Healthcare. We've got some of the worst health outcomes in the United States. The answer is not to throw federal money at it. It really isn't. The answer is to remove the restrictive practices that prevent people from expanding hospitals and healthcare provision. But guess who lobbies to prevent that? We've got to bust open this good old boy system if Mississippi is going to prosper. You know, now you're talking about something near and dear to my heart. The certificate of need laws, I feel like I've been crusading to tear those down for over a decade. So we just don't ever get any traction. Every year it comes up, gets killed. To put it Put it really simply to some of your listeners wondering what certificate of need is. Imagine if a pizza chain had to get permission from Pizza Hut to open a new restaurant. You would say, hang on, that's ridiculous. That's what it's like with healthcare in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You need the permission of your competitors to expand. So guess what? You don't expand. Yeah. So guess what? Healthcare costs go up. Poor Mississippians have to go without. Then you get this absurd argument saying, hey, let's throw federal dollars to make healthcare more affordable. No, let's remove these good old boy restrictions that are causing the problem in the first place. Yeah, it's uh, and honestly, uh, removing the con laws is is really a, a supply side economic. Yeah. Uh, approach. It's, ba- that is. it's basic stuff. I mean, partly it's the failure of organizations like ours over the years to explain how these complicated technical regulations are basically a con yeah. against the public. And I think we're starting to make progress because we're explaining to tens of thousands of Mississippians that they are being ripped off by a collusion between vested parasitic interests and the political process. We need to break it open. Um, I, I hope that we will get actual free market conservative candidates in in either party democrat or republican who are prepared to actually take on some of these vested interests because with the cost of living being such a problem i think they could outline practical steps they could take to actually make the cost of health care more affordable and that uh, health care as an expense as a household expense it just continues to rise yeah. continues to consume more disposable dollars yeah. It's out of control and doesn't seem to be and, and we're told, coming down. We're told we've got to look to the federal government for handouts. Look, yeah. if federal government handouts fix things, Mississippi would be the richest state in the union. We're not. We're 50th out of 50 because for years we've been led by people who think that the way to make Mississippi rich is to look to congressional appropriations committees. It's not. That's yeah. a good way of getting buildings named after politicians. It's not a good way of making Mississippi prosperous. And we... Uh, often applaud and praise our congressional de- delegation on both sides, uh, and we look to them to get in there and make sure we get our fair share, and then we complain because we have deficits in debt. Where do you think that comes from? <laughs> hey, they've just made us welfare <laughs> dependents on Washington. Why is that seen as a good uh, thing? And we're, last I checked, three to one dollars that we receive versus dollars we spend, yeah. 50th uh, or top, really first in the yeah. nation in that uh, I mean, statistic. It, it needs repeating. If federal handouts made you rich, we would be the richest state in the United States. In fact, we are the recipients of welfare dependency from D.C. We need a different way. We Instead of getting wealth by being handed it by Congress. We need to change the way that Mississippi is run so that wealth can be created here in the first place. It's it's really possible to do this. Yeah, and and let's be honest, when we, we say D.C., but uh, it's, it's routed through D.C. from the deep blue states yeah. that don't have that ratio, that actually send more than they receive. And so that's just being redistributed through D.C. back to us. Yeah, and you know, there's this There's been this wave of prosperity that swept the south of America over the past 30 years. You know, look at Atlanta. Look at how Nashville is growing. Look at look at Texas and Florida. Yeah. 
Why why isn't Mississippi growing? We're not participating in that uh, the, that these, economic explosion. These, this protectionist cartel in downtown Jackson, and we need to change it. Well, it's uh, it's it's something that we have certainly been crusading, like I said, on uh, uh, for quite some time. There there have been efforts, but what do we got to do, Douglas, to break through the logjam? Well, I think Mississippi Center for Public Policy is spearheading the efforts. We, we've got litigation. We we are taking legal cases, particularly on certificate of need, and yep. I think we're making great progress. But arguing the case for change when when you want to change re, when you want to achieve real change if you make principled moral arguments in favor of change eventually eventually even the most intransigent lawmaker is going to have to listen and i sure hope so because it it just seems to get uh, kind of shunned every single year you can hang around i'd love to yeah we got douglas carswell president and ceo of mississippi center for public policy in the element well studios we'll come right back with middays Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest it sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. 
Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. On Super Talk Mississippi. the great Joe Walsh. That's during his solo career. Solo and with the Eagles at the same time, I believe, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Quite the talent. We are back in the Element Well Studios with Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of Mississippi Center for Public Policy. So, uh, we're just going to have to keep working on uh, these, these just bad policies, honestly, that I think are preventing Mississippi from achieving its potential, yep. and the certificate of need laws are uh, maybe, I mean, and I, I say it uh, almost reluctantly, uh, Douglas, maybe those laws had some merit when they were originally introduced back, I believe, in the early 70s in New York, as I recall. Maybe a little bit today, in today's dynamic economy and, and the way healthcare is so diverse and delivered from so many different outlets. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be more decentralized. Yeah. We've been heading in that direction to the extent we can, but these policies honestly prevent that. Yeah. It's a socialist system that weirdly has managed to survive um, all the Reagan reforms. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So, And then we talked about the unnecessary um, and somewhat uh, almost frivolous boards it's not just health care, uh, the example you gave with respect to the, the Pizza Hut analogy, which I thought was great. You want to open up a pizza shop, you got to get uh, permission from your competitor. That exists in other industries as well that have these oversight boards and commissions mm-hmm. that uh, essentially uh, require you to, you know, Mama, may I have something from the people that don't want you to have it because you're going to compete with them. Yeah. Just. Just take a step back, and I see this as an outsider. I'm a Brit, right? America was founded by people who were fed up with a distant king, George III, telling them what they could and couldn't do economically. How can it be in keeping with the American tradition to have a bunch of George III-type commissions and boards issuing – George III would approve yeah, of this. Right. Let's stop running this country as though George III is still in charge. Let's get rid of these boards and commissions and let people do what they – merchants of Boston did all those years ago. Let them, people be free to do their own, their own business. I think 
the message, and I know you would agree with this, is more voters need to ask these questions of candidates, because rarely does that even come up, unfortunately. Don't, don't be conned by the bumper sticker. Don't just look at the fact that this candidate or that candidate might be into hunting or, or whatever it is. Ask them these questions. Yeah. Yeah, Do you we, believe in free markets and freedom and liberty? Uh, I totally agree, and I, and I think, and not, not to downplay the importance, but we, we tend to get focused on sort of the, the high-profile issues of First Amendment, which we should, and, and Second Amendment. Uh, abortion is another key thing as well. But from an economic perspective and um, a, as a, um, an approach and an effort to grow and expand our economy and economic op- opportunity, it's this sort of stuff that's in the way of that, that's holding yep. us back, yep. which is making us more dependent on the federal government. We, uh, we should implore our citizens to ask these questions, these yep. hard questions. Where yep. do you stand on con laws? Where do yep. you stand on all these crazy boards and commissions yep. and this protectionist stuff? Yep. A- a- absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and hopefully that'll happen in the next cycle, and we can start getting people in there. I mean, we have a good group. I'm not saying that at all, but I, they, they gotta they got to think uh, about more about not just those that are running around the halls of the Capitol in terms of influence and yeah. uh, their their policy positions and their votes, but folks out there as well. Yeah. Having, having, having been a politician, I think it's fair to say a lot of politicians, they do the right thing, not when they see the light, but when they feel the heat. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so just keep that in mind. So what else are you guys uh, focused on at the Center for Public Policy from a policy perspective? I'd say income tax is a partial win for us. One unequivocal win was critical race theory. We okay. published a report shortly before the legislative session saying this is a dangerous ideology. We need a bill to, to tackle it, to combat it. And I'm really, really pleased that that has now been uh, Put on the put on the statute books. Yeah, that's great. And and I agree with you. I, I happened to um, spend uh, about three hours in the house in the in the gallery there watching the debate on that. And in particular, uh, many uh, in the chamber rose, took to the well there and and expressed their concerns about mm-hmm. it. And I just felt like, wait, are they are they talking about the same bill? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because yep. it was like they were they were ob- objecting to something that. The bill was not doing. Absolutely. I mean, first of all, I think credit to Senator McClendon for taking the initiative and introducing this. I think he's done a great job. I think some of those people who are concerned about the bill, if if their concerns actually reflected what was in the bill, I would I'd be the first to to, Me to too. oppose the bill. Agree. Um, I think it's really important that in a state like Mississippi, we have an honest teaching of the past and a recognition that. Often we produce laws and leaders in this state that have fallen far short of the American ideal. We we absolutely must teach young Mississippians about the civil rights movement and sure. about the struggle to make true the American promise. Sure, but I don't think the bill prevents that at no. all. On the contrary, I would say this bill is an extension of Martin Luther King's idea that people are defined in the United States on the content of their character not the color of their skin and the 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 bill reflects the language of the civil rights act itself totally agree it it possibly was inappropriately improperly named not inappropriately but improperly named anti-critical race theory because it you know you get into all kinds of deep discussions about exactly what critical race theory is i've actually collected definitions over the last couple of years there's about 15 of them depending yeah. on who you talk yeah. to but this this just 
just cuts through all that and says, look, you just can't say that, that uh, one person is superior or, or inferior to another based on their physical immutable characteristics. Yeah, you, That's you, all it said. Yeah, you can't use public money for teaching kids and compelling them to believe these things. Yeah. Absolutely. Made, made total sense to yeah. me, and I, and I heard some of the objections saying, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's not in this bill. Representative Hood was instrumental in that on the House side yeah. as well, we should yeah. point out. Yeah. I so. mean, I wrote to all of the senators who objected, and I offered to meet with them to discuss it, to talk about it. I, I, I don't want to be confrontational. I want to build consensus on this, because yeah. I think America's past is too important to be politicized. Yeah, and I, and I know your organization's primary focus is on the state of Mississippi and, uh, and, and your efforts there, but uh, I, I just got to ask you this. That we've been talking a lot on the program today about the succession we have in this country in the public sector and the private sector. Now it's gender. It seems like we've kind of transitioned away from race. Not that that's off the table. It's still uh, being debated, and there's lots of uh, lots of efforts there. But there's not a major corporation in this comp in this country that doesn't have this gigantic mm. overhead of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and they're forcing every employee. It's, it's gone too far, hasn't it? I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I think the fundamental problem is that Americans. Uh, they're too nice. Americans want to be nice, and so they uh, sometimes mm. shy away from saying it like it is. I happen to believe that if you have a two XX chromosomes, you're female. If you have an XY chromosome, you're male, and it's a matter of biological reality. Um, perhaps too many Americans don't want to be confrontational, and so they allow a tiny minority of extremist lunatics who defy the facts of biology and the facts of life to, to impose their agenda. To, we've reached the point now where a XY chromosome swimmer That's is crazy. calling himself a woman and winning competitions, and we're supposed to regard this as a legitimate fair contest. It's not. It's, it's ludicrous. Well, we were just talking about new Title IX regulations that are scheduled to be released. Yeah from the Department of Education and how that's going to open things up. We got the TSA changing their whole deal, uh, their whole process of, of, of uh, security and what they're responsible for, what they're charged with. But uh, you see what's happening down at Disney, and now it's being reported that that's a fraction of the employees. Now there are employees coming out that are saying, no, we're not on board with what our corporate position is. What we're seeing here, and this is a wake-up call for the majority of people in America. What we're seeing here is the fact, something Lenin, the communist leader, understood many, many years ago. A small determined minority can impose their will on the majority unless the majority is prepared to say no. And America needs to be prepared to say no. No, we are not going to pretend that boys are girls and girls are boys. Yeah. No, we're not going to allow this absurd gender identity politics <laughs> to define who we are and how we entertain our children. And, and enough I, is enough. I get worried, uh, Douglas, that while we're all obsessing with that and consuming valuable cycles with that, our most ardent foes, our, our, our foreign foes, yeah. they're trying to figure out the next generation of quantum computing and artificial intelligence and training their, their people, educating sure. their people. Yeah. For sure. I mean, if, if America wants to remain the greatest country on Earth, we have to be prepared to look at these identity lunatics and say no. Completely agree. Douglas, uh, good to see you. And I appreciate you coming in uh, the studios, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Douglas Carswell, President and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. He's been our guest on Middays. Stay with us. we got half an hour left. Randy and Stark will send an interesting uh, photo there. <laughs> we'll get to. Stay with us. Oh, yeah. 
Window Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Emergency Management Agency is reporting widespread damage and several injuries after yesterday's severe weather. Two people were injured in Noxabee County and one was hurt in Holmes County. Over 20 counties across the state are reporting damage so far. Bolivar, Calhoun, Hines, Warren, and Yazoo counties are showing the most significant damage. This latest round of severe weather follows a storm system that damaged over 200 homes across the state just last week. Actually, that count has gone up. The National Weather Service in Jackson has confirmed 25 tornadoes swept across the state March 22nd. Three injuries were reported due to those storms and over 250 homes. That's now the count on sustained damages. To view a map of the preliminary reports from today, head on over to our Twitter or Facebook at Supertalk News. 
rock show of the year is here. CPR Fest 20. All day, this Saturday. Outside on the front lawn of the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. With three doors down, live. Giovanni and the Hired Guns Dead Poets Society Bud Light Monster Energy Drink and Miller Light Welcome CPR Fest 20 Featuring the CPR Fest homegrown stage Come party with thousands Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com Or the Coliseum Box Office right up till showtime 11 bands for just 35 bucks plus fees Don't miss this one It's CPR Fest 20 This Saturday Gates open at 1.30 From the coast to the delta And all points in between The stories of your Mississippi All 82 counties are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Also, today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, you'll hear an interview with Emily Donovan and Megan Grisham of the Belzona World Catfish Festival. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. on most Super Talk Mississippi stations, supertalk.fm, and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. The great Steve Azar, my understanding is his uh, One Mississippi song is slated to be voted on in the House today. That's what I'm told. We shall see. To replace the present Go Mississippi song. What do you say? I think that's the, the, what I'm understanding. Hmm. Thank God Trump filled up all the strategic oil reserves. This lunatic president is fixing to release one million barrels a day for six months said Jerry in uh, Waynesboro. Yeah, it it just, to me, seems very much rooted in, in uh, political posturing, trying to get the price down at the pump and take a victory lap as they head into the midterms. Even those ladies over there on The View, you seen this story? Even they are saying, what's wrong with you Democrats? You're going to get killed in the midterms. Even they are admonishing them. 
as if they're just not paying attention to what in the heck is going on in the the overall general sentiment from the voting public. They ain't happy. Polls show it. Across the spectrum of polls, not just right-leaning polls. What you got on uh, the song? I don't think they picked it up this morning, and uh, both the House and Senate are in recess until 2, okay. so it may be this afternoon. But I am seeing uh, some reporting that some of the bills that they're hoping to work on aren't quite ready yet, so the lawmakers may be in session until Monday. I got you. Even though some were expecting sine die as early as Friday or Saturday. Hmm. That'll be interesting. Uh, so, it's, it's a kind of a day-to-day, almost hour-to-hour deal, isn't it? The oh, way it's yeah. going right uh, now down at the Capitol. Moses asks, did the con laws appear when the majority of hospitals being built were done with public funds? That could be why they existed in the first place. No, believe it or not, uh, Moses, they're rooted in this theory that you, you healthcare people, you hospitals... You clinical providers, you really don't know how to run your business, and we're afraid you may get too extended and have too many physical facilities, and then that would cause a, an implosion, and you'd have to start shutting them down, and that would uh, just wreak all kind of havoc on health care. They were also concerned that um, they may spend money and it may get too competitive, and they may cut corners, and all signs of of, of uh, crazy pretenses, in my view. It was designed to limit invest investment in what the, uh, the creators, the inventors of certificate of need laws said would have been duplicate beds, services, and medical equipment, which in turn limits associated health care costs. But uh, I, think, I think they're just bad. They're bad laws, and I think they need to be repealed. It is true that there are still a number of states that have them in place. But why can't we take the lead on something here and get rid of them? And I, and I know there's a huge effort that opposes that, and I know there are folks listening right now that oppose it. But imagine if you're in your business that the government had laws in place that just prevented competition. That's what this is. Essentially, it's what it is. Gee whiz, uh, what is this work you use to gavel out? What does that mean? What is the literal transi- transition that from Jeff? Talking about Sunny Die? Yeah, Sunny Die. Sunny Die. Uh, I haven't. Latin, I think. I never took Latin, but I, I did study a little bit. I think it's Latin for without a day, meaning. It's the adjournment of a a gathering or a grouping that has a determined end date. So sine die is without a day, meaning you you have no more days on the calendar. Right, you're done with the work and you're you're getting out of there. Yep. Um, and it's also I think it also implies or means really doesn't imply, but it means there's no date certain for resumption. Correct. That's part of the meaning of, of sine die. It is, yeah, it's Latin, uh, which is where so much of our language was derived from. I uh, see. Uh, also, there was something else. Trump took advantage of low fuel costs to fill the petroleum reserves, and Biden is wasting it. It was yeah, and and also, Mo's, keep in mind that demand plummeted 
Remember, there was a few days in there where ships were out at sea, tankers were out at sea, busting at the seams with oil and nobody to sell it to, nobody to, nowhere to uh, transport it and unload it because of demand. We shut the economy down and I remember Trump even talking about it. Hey, look, they'll pay you to come take the oil off there. It was like negative $20 or something. What a, um, what a change. What a shift that has been over the last two years. But yeah, Trump was definitely smart at the time. Any reasonable thinking person would say, hey, geez, we need to refill and replenish our reserves at this point where it, it is at a record low. Let's go ahead and get that done. I mean, it's pretty smart and, and pretty straightforward, common sense sort of stuff. How do we replace that oil reserves if we are not using our own resources here anymore, asks Debbie in Hattiesburg. It's a great question, Debbie, and nobody that I'm aware of has asked that of the administration to see what their plans are to replenish after they deplete. Um, it's not quite half of it, but uh, it's close to the re- total reserves. So, Malcolm from Tishomingo says, Biden has been signing dying for the past 15 months. <laughs> that is great. I love that. Uh, let's see. If you have... What is this from on the ceasefire tax line, Judy? If you have one acre yard, would you buy commercial Z-turn or push more? Economically, push more is ideal, but some businesses spend more money fixing things they don't need instead of keeping things simple because our economy is killing it. Self, uh, itself advancing too fast. New cars, for example, our country is unsteady, in my opinion. Far more inflation, more cost. Yeah, so I think the general idea and the message there is let the market sort this out. Maybe with a little bit of nudging on the regulatory front, a little bit from the government, reasonable, but not this sort of wholesale. You just got to go out right now and buy one like uh, Secretary Jennifer Granholm of the Department of Energy wants us to do. I think that's where it just gets unreasonable and untenable. Uh, Speaking of inflation, there is an expectation that the price of pork, chicken, and beef is going to continue to rise rather sharply. Chicken surprised me. 70% year over year? Whole chicken breast could reach as high as 70% higher over last year by the middle of the year. I didn't know that was going up uh, that high. You seen any? Have you seen that or noticed that in the stores or I guess those that sell uh, chicken prepared food? Have there been price increases? But anyhow, there's yeah, – those are deep concerns that we're too worried about where to go to the bathroom and what pronoun to use, stuff like that. But because they are killing off chickens to combat a virus, says Thomas in Greenwood. Okay. I haven't heard that. CJ and Delta says feed costs out of sight. I've heard that as well. And, and much of that is rooted in Ukraine's situation. I, I didn't realize they were such a huge um, supplier until the conflict. Didn't realize they were such a huge supplier of corn, I think it is, right? Grain in general. So you got this conflict going on where you got two major commodities, oil being disrupted from and gas from Russia, and uh, foods, various food stocks, grain in particular, 
and I think other materials, other ingredients that are used in the making of fertilizer come out of the Ukraine, and that's driving up the price of food fertilizer. It's just a big old mess, but tell you what, uh, folks are starting to see that this whole idea of just globalization with respect to the instability of the globe is a very risky prospect. And uh, maybe we're waking up a little bit here and, and going to change how we do things and start doing things more domestically. And again, technology and innovation will be key to driving the price down of doing those things domestically. David Bowie, once again, bumping us out of this segment. Stay with us on Middays. we got another one left. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 43. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 71. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 47. And a slight chance of rain for Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 77. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word RADIO for free shipping. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. Rolling into the final segment. I think Lucian Smith's coming in for me tomorrow. I will be traveling north up to Oxford playing in an Ole Miss Business School golf tournament. little fundraiser. It'll be fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. Going to have uh, good Well, as weather. fun as golf can be. <laughs> Depends on how you do, but it's always <laughs> what we say: a bad day on the course is always better than a, even a good day at work. Is what they say. Um, the president is presently addressing the United States and the world, and he's uh, once again blaming the price hikes and inflation and the price to pump on of Vladimir Putin. Putin's price hikes—they're hurting Americans at the pump. You fool! I just got to say it. It just hacks me off. And you think we are. Like, your policies had nothing to do with it, right? Your unrelenting attacks on an industry. He's also now, Rhino, he just said, the oil and gas companies need to give up some of their profits to give people a break. Just think about that. The President of the United States, once again, is lashing out at an industry and he is demanding, imploring them to give up profits. They hate profit. They hate capitalism. They hate success. And I hate that they hate it. 
I'm not defending the oil companies. I'm defending capitalism. I'm defending free markets. You want them to lower their prices? Get rid of your stupid policies that are hurting supply. Quit attacking them. Quit telling them we're putting you out of business. Would you blame them if they said, we better make all the money we can now. We ain't going to make it. Our own government wants us to fold. That's the truth. But pay no attention to what the government lockdowns did to the industry just two years ago, in 2020. I've shared that before. Go look it up. It's public record. ExxonMobil lost $23 billion. I'm not crying for them, but they lost $23 billion. Okay, so the next year they made $22 billion. They're break-even. They don't even set the price. He doesn't understand. And he, he wants Americans to think that's how it works. Those oil companies just sit around the table and figure out what a price of a barrel of oil should cost. That's what he... He doesn't know how it works. He doesn't this have a dang clue. price goes to 11. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what he thinks. Oh, my gosh. And he releases this budget where he wants to tax unrealized gains. I'm not feeling sorry for people that have more than $100 million of wealth in their household. But for what? For you to go waste it on stupid programs that are so easy to defraud? Almost a trillion dollars just flows through your hands, most of which went to foreign operators. Never do they talk about that. Never. So now he's arguing, I'm authorizing the release of, or he's taking victory laps, I should say, one million barrels of oil per day, largest reserve release in history. Look at me, what I did for you to fight Putin's gas hike. I'm getting fired up. I am because, I, I'm going to say again, it is completely inappropriate for an elected leader, especially the President of the United States, to take shots at, a private, at the private sector. Get the hell out of it. That's the problem. You caused it. You can try to detach yourself from it all day long. I don't think Americans are buying it. I hope not. I hope they're, and I believe most Americans are clear-thinking people. They're not buying it. Poll after poll, by the way, shows they do. They do blame him for it. Is, is, uh, are Putin's actions a factor? Yeah. But the price has been going up sharply for some time, long before he rode the first troop across the border there. He just won't admit that. So the price of oil, it is down right now, six bucks to $101 a barrel because he's announcing this release. What I hope is that people don't fall for this and say, look, Joe Biden came to the rescue and fixed it. Which it doesn't. I mean, it's, as you said, Rhino, it's, so it's a 5% decrease right now on the price of oil per barrel. 5%. Right. You, you, you call it. 15, 20 I thought cents. the math would be harder than that. Yeah, it's not. It's not because I'm watching it on the screen. You're absolutely right. It just stands to reason. We are out of here, folks. We thank you so much for joining us. Lucian in tomorrow. I'll be back in the studios on a Monday. Until then, have a good one. Stay safe and God bless. Red, white, and blue.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.